I struggled so much as a gym owner. But when we started accidentally working with people and changing their lives, that became the most rewarding thing I've ever done in my life. Welcome to Gym Owner Freedom. I am Scott Carpenter, and I am a former broke, struggling, frustrated, and overworked gym owner that felt stuck no matter what I did to try and improve the business. Once I realized that the answer wasn't what I thought it was, just getting more clients, and after really doing the math on acquisition and churn rates, I realized I wasn't even playing a winnable game to begin with. With my current price structure, mathematically, there was no way I could afford to pay my staff so I could scale up and out of the business that I could have the time, the money, the impact, and the freedom that I always knew I was capable of. Once I learned how to add value by selling transformational programs to people who needed more than just workouts, everything changed in my life. Today, I own six gyms that all run without me, and I am free to pursue my passion projects and work just because I love to, not because I have to. And if that's a goal that we mutually share together, then this is the show for you. I'm going to teach you the framework to make way more money with less clients and open up a world of possibilities to you. Subscribe, leave a review, and tune in every week. It'll change your life. I promise you that. Hey, everybody. Just recently, I had the privilege of being a guest on the Coach Catalyst podcast with Trevor Whitwer. We ended up going a little bit deeper into my biggest struggles and failures over the years as a gym owner. Spoiler alert, things get way worse than you could imagine. But what helped me through my darkest times was that rare podcast where somebody successful that I looked up to shared their biggest failures and moments of doubt. It helped me feel normal. It helped me feel like it's okay if I'm not crushing it. It helped me feel that things will get better if I keep trying. My hope is by sharing this podcast, it can help anyone listening who is struggling out there, who sometimes doubts themselves and doesn't always believe they have what it takes. It was invaluable to me, and my hope is that it could be invaluable to you too. If it is, I would love to hear from you. Find my contact info in the show notes and let me know. Thanks and enjoy the listen. Welcome back to the Coach Catalyst Podcast. Today, I have part two of my conversation with Scott Carpenter. So if you missed the first part of this episode, definitely go back and listen to the previous episode where we get into the beginnings of Scott Carpenter's story. So I hope you enjoy part two of the Coach Catalyst Podcast with Scott Carpenter. And But I looked at it. And it was really scary at this point. But I'm like, you know what? This is still a solid long-term investment. Mm -hmm. And I'm in it this far. Let's do it. And then I remember going up there, driving up there to sign. And then I went into it just to check it out. And I just nearly started crying though. Because the down payment on the commercial building and the down payment on the Airbnb that's a lot of cash. It's probably mm-hmm. 150 plus thousand dollars just whoosh, and then all the locations are shutting down. Mm. So I was 100% scared there, but I didn't last very long. Well, the fear was still that we all know how that was. It didn't just go away. But here's the thing that this is why I always say the the, the worst things to happen to you that you think at that time that you're going through are horrible. Give it enough time. They will become the best things that happened to you. And iron sharpens iron. And so the only thing I was thinking was, you know, and there's another reason why I was scared too, but I can get to that in a minute. But the only thing that was going through my head was like, okay, I have survived. I need a different name, John Doe. Okay, let's use that so I don't use this guy's name, right? I survived John Doe. I survived him melting down two locations and he freaking sued me. I forgot to tell you about that. This dude sued me. When I finally let him go, he's like, what are you going to give me? He, a few weeks prior, he sent an email asserting that he was an owner of the business. You could, I could tell it was written by an attorney. And that's what I'm like, I need to get him out today. I called my attorney. I'm like, is there any reason I can't fire him right now? And uh, she's like, no, just don't do this. Cool. I drove there. Boom. And he's like, what are you going to give me? And I, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this, but I just, there's two middle fingers going up. Like, that's what you're getting. 
And that I found out from the clients he took to, not only did that, he took the clients he was working with, gave him his story, tells different stories to everybody. And literally, I'm waiting for papers to show up because I know he's going to sue me. And he freaking does. So I'm doing all of this with a new baby. I, it was the worst period of my life. Okay. There's so many things. And, uh, and I'm working for, I, I mean, 80 hours could be an understatement. And you better damn believe that any hours that I wasn't working, I was not present. I, I did mm-hmm. not enjoy nothing. And when I think back to that, I'm there in COVID, you know, in my little office at home. And I'm like, you know what? I survived that shit. I can do this. I got this. And so the cool thing that I went through that horrible, horrible, horrible experience, I knew I could make it through that. Because one thing I vowed with, with the whole thing with John Doe was I said, I'm never going to put myself in this vulnerable of a situation again. I'm never going to do it. And I never did. I got a lot more serious about business then. I'm just not messing around anymore. And it's built a phenomenal life for me once I kind of made that commitment. So going back to like not doing this again with John Doe, right? What do you feel like was in your control in that situation? I mean, was it just maybe a bad... Like you read the situation wrong. It was a judgment of character or, I mean, because it really wasn't a reflection on you as an owner or as an operator. It was just kind of people do dumb things. I would like to say, so I'm not responsible for his horrible life decisions. There's just been a lot. And I, right. so you guys know, I did everything I could when I moved him. Like I, because I feel for people and I right. made him get counseling. I made him get counseling for mental health and substance abuse. I also made him tell his family what he was going through. Because I'm like, dude, if you're just lying to your... Because I asked him, are you, you know, are you talking to your brothers about... No. Like, if you're hiding it from your brothers, you're not confronting... So I had him email it and CC... Like, I had him do all these things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then to get stabbed that hard, that bad, like that really hurt. You know what I mean? And people do one of two things. They get really jaded and bitter and defensive. Or... You know, they look at where they took some ownership of it and just say, you know what? I understand why he did it. It's horrible, right? You know, it's not making excuses for it, but I'm like, there's nothing I can do. All I can do is pick up the pieces and move on. Mm-hmm. And I know what to look for now because you're right. I am not responsible for that. But where I failed, Trevor, is like, I, there were red flags because all the stuff I found out after, I'm like, okay, now that makes sense when he fired Tyler. Because he was really good at like putting other people's scapegoats and this and that. He was really good at covering tracks and doing all these things. And I also left out that he stole $24,000. I don't have time for everything about how miserable this period of my life was. Um, but uh, um, yeah, it's just I, I kind of in a gut knew th- things didn't add up or this or that. But I didn't investigate it then. I kind of chose to ignore it. I looked at just the positive side. I didn't. I didn't do my research. I took my eye off the ball. I managed by abdication. Mm-hmm. It's like, I w- I'm going over this location. So you got this cool without putting in the structure and the check-ins and the parameters and this and that. So I was a very, in a way, I was a good leader and a poor manager in a way, mm-hmm. right? So I had to own that. And that's the thing. Like I'm not letting that happen again. So now I have systems and structure, obviously with multiple locations, you know this, you've got, you've got several, you know that you need more uh, layers and systems and check-ins. So, so you can see, you know, you can see a problem before it becomes right. a massive problem. You know, I think though that that is, and this is, I've had these exact, not exact situations, but there have been times when I f- should have fired someone mm-hmm. six months earlier Right. Um, because in small business, right, you just know everyone really well. You know them, you know their families, you know their situations, and you kind of want to believe that everyone's good. Right. And mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like, well, if I just maybe structure this a little bit different or if I give them this opportunity, things will change. But I've been reminded time and time again that typically people's behavior in the past is indicative of what their behavior will be in the future. And so, um, you hang on to things longer than what, what you should. Right. And mm-hmm. because of that connection, not necessarily because of the objective details that are in front of you. Right. Absolutely. And, and I just address things a lot. Yeah. Address things a lot faster saves you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and occasionally people will surprise you, 
You know, I mean, Shane, who runs my Desert Ridge location, you know, I, I had the performance just wasn't there and this and that and uh, the love of effort. And, you know, we had a little bit of coming to Jesus talk and knowing that what you just said, I'm like, yeah, there's a good chance he's not going to make it right. I'm going to give him the choice. We're going to sit down. We're going to do this. And I need to see these things. To his credit, he did it. The guy runs the place now. It's amazing. It's really cool. So, but you're right. Most of the time, 99% of the time. Um, yeah. And, and as entrepreneurs, I feel like a lot of times we're optimists and we just, we get so caught up looking at the good stuff mm-hmm. that sometimes we ignore the negative stuff. We're like, well, yeah, this with that person, but boom, like on paper, look at that, you know? So we, we tend to look at the, a lot of times I think we ignore risks, mm-hmm. right? That we kind of know are there, but we don't really want to see them. So we just keep going. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, you're, I think you're spot on with that. I mean, that you, ha- you have to, to be an entrepreneur, you have to be an optimist, right? Like going, yeah. building businesses, doing things that haven't been done before or taking over things that have failed. Like if you focused on the risk, you would be paranoid every night and you wouldn't ever sleep and you wouldn't yeah. be able to enjoy life at all. Um, and so, so knowing, so let's, I mean, you have five locations and at this point, things are moving in a, a good direction. The right people are in place. What is, what's kind of the secret around having multiple locations? Is it a great operator in each? Is it systems? What do you feel like are the key components to making sh- sure that like, five run really well. Yeah. You know, being a good leader, being a genuine person, I think is really important. In this space, if you're not honest and truthful and, and people look up to you in, in a few ways, you're so vulnerable in a service-based business. You just are. You know, And if people think you are literally just about yourself, I mean, you're probably going to see them open up a place a mile away and take your clients. Mm-hmm. You know, um, or or just rent space out of an apartment and take your client, whatever it is. But you you really have to. I think you got to be a good person to do that to do multiple locations in general in small business with how we're doing things. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. Is, so do you have do you have a cadence then with like with the manager here, the manager there? Hey, it's once a month or it's mm-hmm. once every other week because a big piece of that connection is the regular communication yeah so do you have a cadence around that yep i don't uh so yes in, in ones where i own it 100 percent, yeah um and right now it's it just because we've kind of created the pt legends you know 2.0 business operating system mm-hmm. and it is so good so i just do a 15 minute check-in with them 15 20 minutes check-in once a week um is really what i do but in some locations i kind of have effectively decentralized control. So I'm not really that relevant anymore other than an advisor mm-hmm. in the business, which is kind of nice. Um, and in some of them, I've got you know, in, uh, in a minority partner, yep. right? So they have skin in the game and they treat it as such. So I can really trust them. So mm-hmm. those I don't have to like meet with weekly, right? Um, and we just kind of do like a monthly thing. And because most of them are local in Arizona, We'll do like a, an event a quarter. Like we'll go mm-hmm. out and have a nice dinner and, and you know, just kind of let loose a little bit and talk about some challenges, what we need to do. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. It's, it's pretty easy, though. I mean, once you get it to a certain point. Right. So I'm curious on the minority partner piece um, because mm-hmm. the majority of these, it was just you, right? And then maybe you had a key employee that kind of just showed some drive, some initiative, and you yep. wanted them to have more skin in the game, more buy-in. How did you kind of structure that or how did you approach something like that? Was it like they have to have X amount down or was it like they earned a play? How did you think mm-hmm. about and how did you structure that? Yeah, good question. And it kind of came up because if you remember my third location, I got by taking a huge seller financing loan. Mm-hmm. And then that was the one where I had the, the, um, the cash outside investors, right? There were clients at my Arrowhead location. Outside investors do the cash portion. So that's the only place I've ever done something like that. And at the end of the day, uh, it was great. It allowed me to acquire that asset, if you could call it that at that point. Um, but uh, it allowed me to acquire that. But then I realized like, they're not adding value. I, there's right. so much security in having that guy you trust there. Right. And 
I asked them if they were inter- they'd be interested in selling it because it's not like at that point they were making a huge return either. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said they would because Dave was one had who was running my Arrowhead location, who's my partner with PT Legends now, who's instrumental in the creation of all this transformation program and increasing prices along with overlapping PT. Um, he really wanted to own a location or or go in something right have ownership. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, let me talk to these guys and see if they'd be interested in it. And they were. So he actually, even though he's running one location, he actually is a part owner in that one and the other one. And that was good though, because now he's in the family. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like we're fam, we're, we're business family now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of provided me security, which was great. And then, um, you know, um, that sparked Ron's it. Go ahead. Pause on that for a second. How did you value the mm-hmm. business? Like how did they... F- how did you figure out what the ah. seller's value was? Because the gym business is hard, right? It's really hard to put a value on things. You have hard assets with equipment and that kind of stuff. But then you have this book of business, right? And sometimes it's month yes. to month. Sometimes it's contracts. And you can kind of figure some stuff out from that. So how yep. did you guys approach the valuation on that? So when I bought that location, we used a multiple. Okay. Uh, we on used gross multiple. or on net? It was on net. Okay. So it was more on EBITDA, right? EBITDA, yeah. Yep. And, and sometimes you can factor and sell discretionary earnings. It really depends. Right. Um, so, but yeah, so we, we, um, we, we, I bought it with EBITDA. The second, lo- the, the first location I bought from him, the second location total, uh, that was more just like equipment value almost because it wasn't profitable. That's how mm-hmm. I acquired that location. It was that plus maybe a teeny bit from having other stuff in place. But right. if you look at it, it's cheaper than I could kind of get it in there for myself, right? Yep. Not the case when I bought the second location. That I was paying um, a multiple on EBITDA. Um, mm-hmm. And then we kind of added equipment value on it there. And so the seller's portion, it was really easy because we just had the sellers. Uh, the, the sellers, they bought it for the same thing they did it. So Got by it. then they'd gotten a, you know, a 14% return for a couple of years or something like that. And then, uh, and then Dave just took it. So that was really easy. We didn't have to reconfigure anything. It was just mm-hmm. boom. And it was cool getting that equity to him because now I've got more security, right. right? So, and then when it came to my first location, Ron stepped up big time after John Doe melted the place down and I got in there, I was working there for a few months and then I had to go to Desert Ridge. So, but he stepped up and he was the guy. We created a comp plan for him and he was crushing it. And he's just like, I, I want to, I also want to be an owner. And so what we did then, because that place had never been, right? So we looked at the um, total income. And uh, yeah, we used the multiplier on that one too. And then so he did it cash. He's a big saver. So he bought in for cash, um, got his percentage of the business. And rest is history on that. Mm -hmm. The cool thing about this, the reason why I love a minority partner who runs it is because so much security. And right. the cool thing is they treat it like an owner. So they look at it differently. They act differently. And if you right. looked at, yes, I'm giving up X percent of my profits, but you know what? It started growing more too. Right. Right. How did you come up with the multiples? Did you just kind of look at kind of industry standards? Um... Yeah. Industry standards. And, you know, in our industry, you get like, I mean, it really depends on a few things and, and like the performance of it. And yeah. you kind of got to do that SWOT analysis on it to figure out what is that best multiple. But for the most part, you know, two to four is, is kind of where yeah. everything is in our industry for the most part. Right. Yeah. And I'd say two, three being the most common, but in, in the good ones was showing good trajectory and a lot of stability. Mm-hmm. You know, you could get higher than that for sure. And you'll get, yeah. and you can get four, but in general, you'll get higher multiples when it's somebody you're selling it to that's inside of your community, whether it's a staff member or, or a member or something like that, rather than an outside person coming in. Right. And especially if they're looking at it more as an owner operator and not as an investor. Exactly. Yeah. It's worth less as an investor. No doubt about it. But I mean, two to five really is the kind of range. So at what point did PT legends start becoming like a thing, you know, where Mm. five gyms in, was it before this or was it kind of in this COVID period? Or when did, when did you guys decide like, hey, I'm ready for that next adventure, that next project? It wasn't until a lot of people started asking us. So um, I, uh, let's see, when did, so yeah, we started this at COVID. And then we kind of brought in 
you know, we figured out how to insert transformational offers into mm-hmm. the brick and mortar business. We took like cues and like high ticket online stuff, right? And mm-hmm. created trans and we combined it with this coaching program that I, I had created that was doing phenomenally well. And we also merged in the overlapping, not anybody has to do it, but those two things. And we really launched it in the Glendale location. Dave did it in mid-August 2020. And within a four-week period, four-week period, he sold $40,000. This is before we got good at it. This is before we raised the prices. He sold $40,000 in new business in four weeks for only nine-week programs. Okay? Phenomenal. And we weren't good at it yet either. But he did so good. And then what we decided was like, hey, this is working so well. Let's teach all the other gyms how to do this. So we set up Zoom calls three times a week to teach them how to build it into there, how to sell it, how to fulfill it, how to renew it. We didn't know how to renew it yet. That, that had to take some tweaking down the road. Um, but we had three Zoom calls because it's different when you're selling something that's more expensive like this. Mm-hmm. And, but the methods that we put together just worked. And so we taught all of them how to do it. Shane was the, the, uh, the, the, guy, the slowest guy to get it because he is an introvert. Like he's a, he's a computer nerd. Like he's not like he had no sales experience, none, but he had an eagerness to learn. And, uh, you know, I lost Jody cause she got pregnant and then COVID hit. So she never returned. And I'm not going back in any location at this point ever. So, um, he had a willingness to learn. I'm like, let's do it. You know? And he went like, Oh, for eight, Oh, for 10, maybe. And then he got it right. But it takes reps. Like you gotta, you gotta get live reps on these calls and things like that. So that's how we taught everybody through COVID, all my managers. And those three time week calls are really important. And then we just hit new levels of everything. Mm-hmm. And um, revenue, profitability, when we started adopting overlapping PT, we needed less trainers, which is good because COVID hit and they're right. right. And uh, they're making more. Everything changed. Everything changed. And my level of security and safety, I can sleep at night because one of the big things is like, oh, if I lose my key guy, I'm screwed. I got another 20, 30 hours a week. I got to take over. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have that here. And we're like, so we don't lose staff members like we used to. Mm-hmm. And so my entire life got better and I'm making way more money. And what happened was, is I was in um, another mentorship program. I'm not a CrossFit gym, um, but I joined Two Brain Business because I was looking for marketing help, oddly enough. Um, and then I'm like, yeah, I'll check them out. So I was in there. So I started to meet a bunch of other gym owners, which is cool. Um, and uh, we were posting, you know, you post like kind of some, some wins sometimes. And so I started posting some, some wins and other gym owners started seeing it. And then it started looking like almost like fake. You know what I mean? Like it's just, I hate the, the Facebook marketing stuff where it's like, oh, here's, you can get a billion leads tomorrow right. for $5 and look, you know. So it looked, I mean, it didn't look fake, fake, but it, it was phenomenal. It was ridiculous, right? Um, compared, especially compared to what box gyms do. And what happened was I had a few of them say, hey, can you hop on a phone call with me and share what you're doing? I'm like, yeah, no problem. So I told them how I'm uh, creating a transformational offer for people who need more than workouts, right? And this is kind of what we've done. And they're like, holy... And then I showed them my program that I built out. They're like, oh my God, can you teach me how to do this? Can you work mm-hmm. with me and teach me? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not at CrossFit, but here's what I'll do. Why don't I work with you to build it into your specific business model? And another one was just two trainers who were former CrossFit coaches who were training out of their spare garage and a spare bedroom. Right? And I'm like, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll teach you how to build this into it. And we have these Zoom calls where we're getting reps in. Why don't you come to that? We'll teach you how to sell it. So we'll teach you how to build, sell, fulfill, and the renewals mm-hmm. is getting later. But, and they blew up. So they told other gym owners and they asked to work. So that's when officially we're like, okay, we've got to create like systems and modules and coaching calls and, and a program to teach people how to do this, whether they're a personal training model, whether they're a CrossFit model, whether they're semi-model, whatever. And that's kind of how PT Legends was born. Um, is not really on purpose. So it was just we had... They did it was just by the results people got because mm-hmm. it, it was life changing, like life changing for these guys. Within like eight eight weeks, they're hitting their all time bests and just 
crushing them too. Um, and they've been in business, a lot of them for five to 10 years or longer. Right. And they're just crushing it. So they told others, and then we officially kind of brought on case studies for it and they annihilated it. And so for the past year and a half, it's been refining and getting way better because of everybody. And the way we teach it has gotten so, so much better over time. So we kind of walked ass backwards into a coaching business kind of accidentally. Right. I never desired to get into the space because as a gym owner, I'm skeptical, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not that I want to badmouth anybody, but we all know like some of the ads and some of the methods. So I'm like, this is greasy as hell. I just yeah. don't, I don't align with it. And I've wasted money on some, I've gotten good value of some, but like, I just, yeah, it, I, I'm just skeptical. And I never wanted to be one of those guys. And uh, I'm not one of those guys, you know? So this kind of was just, uh, completely referral-based, word-of-mouth kind of stuff in, mm -hmm. in the early days. And it just grew by the success people saw. That was, that was sheerly it. And so, I mean, to get, to get a little context on this shift that you guys had, so you're running probably your traditional kind of, your traditional uh, revenue system where clients were paying X amount of months for X amount of sessions, right? And so what would you say like the average client value was at that point? Or what was what was a client paying per month kind of on average? In your average, like I have group and maybe some PT and nutrition coaching. Um, well, we work with a wide variety. So some are literally like, I've never broken 10K before. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go out in a year when the lease is up or I got to do something. And we have some that we're doing, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we work with one that's in New York City that's doing, you know, over 200K a month, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. So, but I, I'd say like a lot of that average one is probably like 15 to 30, and they want to like double it. Is, so, I mean, is but for of, you guys, but for you guys, when you first did this, what was your kind of average uh, client value? Like, I just want to kind of highlight the comparison of like what this high ticket is. Like, because I mean, some people might be like, oh, they just added a little bit on, but it's like, it's vastly different, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So, so really our, our PT sessions were around 70, 75 bucks an hour. Okay. okay. Is what we kind of sold things at before. And were you, selling them, were, you were you selling them per session or were you selling them like a monthly kind of membership? It was, uh, we've tried everything, everything, okay. but normally it would kind of be in packs. So got it. personal training gets a little difficult to do monthly. Sometimes you can do it, but then you always have to kind of square up sessions sometimes or you don't, then you're kind of a dick and, there's no best way to do it, but what, we all know there's no best way. They all have pros and cons. One of the best ways that we did it was just it's, it's a pack of X sessions. When those renew, it automatically goes again. Right? Okay. Um, and, and like off the top of my head, God, it's been years, but I know we, the 600s and the 840s were the two and the three times yeah. a week, right? Is kind of what we did. So do the math on those, whatever. I think it was 70, 75 is whatever okay. it ended up yeah. um, for the most part. And then our, per our, our semi-private training was 30 and then we went to 40. And that 40, I'm like, oh my God, there's so much money. You know, um, that, you know, and, and group was 99 to 149 when we had that. Like, kill me, you know, as long as they weren't getting a discount. Um, God, those days, those days sucked. Um, so that's where we, were, where we were at. And to give people a frame of reference then, so a lot of times we'll... we'll We'll sell our accelerator program, transformation program, and it's $3,000 for a nine-week program. Okay. So if you broke it down by sessions, that would come out to $111 a session. Okay. Okay. And then when people renew or... Yes, they can do just the training only for those who aren't interested in body, you know, getting in the best shape of their lives or changing their lives. Um, but yeah. So if we break it down, then you, know, you could say the average, if they continue... Like, and we kind of reduce the rate a little bit when they continue for an alumni program and lock them in for six to 12 months. And then, or they could just drop down to the training only at that point, right? The mm -hmm. workouts only. So maybe average $74 a session on that. Mm -hmm. uh, occasionally we sell for a little bit higher, like 3,500. A lot of our clients sell for 4K okay. um, in an overlapping PT model. They crush it. And in which case you're, you're looking at more than 111 bucks a session on that. So it is, and we sign everybody up three times a week with some rare exceptions and for renewals, they could go to two. So you are looking at way higher rates all across the board 
with our increased capacity too, without all the BS of semi, without all the BS of one-on-one. Mm-hmm. But, but for people, so to give people context, let's say you have a group model. Let's say you have group in one-on-one PT, okay? And nutrition. Don't sell nutrition coaching, okay? First off, people don't want it, okay? You're selling nutrition coaching in a different way. But nutrition coaching and nutrition coaching sessions, it's not sexy. People think they know what to eat. They just need to do it, blah, blah, blah. Like nutrition coaching, accountability, mentorship should be your transformation program in a specific way. Okay. So if I'm a CrossFit, I'm going to do a nine week program. We have CrossFit gym owners in really not nice areas selling that at 2K for the nine week transformation program. Okay. In delivering, that's delivered three times a week group. Okay. Three times a week group. Um, and it's nine weeks. And then they'll have a semi or an overlapping or a one on one PT, whatever their other thing is. And they'll typically sell those at, at three grand on that okay. one. Now, if people are not, some gym owners, like they're not that confident in sales or like, there's no way I could do that. Yeah. That's where like all our reps teach you. But for some people, we'll help ease you into it. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll have a case study program where it's three times a week group. And you're in your transformation program for fifteen hundred, and once you get confident in that, we can raise it. Mm-hmm. So that kind of gives people an idea of the price point on that one. So if you look at the two K in the group, that's you know that's like a grand a month almost, right? Right. And then you convert them. You do knock a good amount off the price, but the simplest way, if you have a group model that I can explain this, is what if every client was worth two. Or three times the amount, like your like your time, like your average client value or your arm, mm-hmm. two to three x, and let's just say two. So picture this: you've got a gym of a hundred members, okay, and it's bringing I don't know twenty thousand dollars a month. It's really hard to grow that to two hundred members because the churn works against you. Mm-hmm. If you've got five percent churn, you got to sign up five. If you got a hundred members every month to prevent sliding backwards. If you have two hundred, you got to sign up ten. And so your own success works against you. But what if instead of going from 100 to 200 members, which is a freaking grind, which you might need more staff and space and ad costs and complaints and crappy members that you don't want to deal with. Okay. What if you had 100 members, but you 2x what the average person was paying? Going with transformation and people who are doing your normal commodity offer. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what if every client was worth two times the amount? So now you have 100 members, but instead of making 20 grand, you're making 40 grand Mm -hmm. with no more people, no more problems. That is the dream. That is gym owner freedom right there. I love that. And it is not that difficult to do. It is not that difficult to do. But that is the way to make everything exponentially easier in your life so you can get leverage on your time, your money, actually make an impact in people's lives because people who pay, they pay attention. Mm-hmm. So it is so powerful and changed my life on so many levels. And that's why even though I didn't want to get into this dang coaching business, that's why I'm in this business. Because I know what it did for me. I know what it did for Dave. I know what it did for Ron. Everybody. Right. And it is massively powerful because in this space, people struggle. Gym owners struggle. And I'm here to tell you that you can turn that around in four to 12 weeks, you legitimately can. Robert Schwartz, Robert Schwartz started with us, started learning it in mid-September of this past year, mid-September. And he accidentally, he was going to launch it October 1st. He accidentally sold one at the end of September and he was doing like 17K, which is what he was hovering for the past couple months. Um, He's doing really well. So January, he was doing like 12K. He's a five-year business owner. Then he started... um, learning how to do nutrition coaching and made it to 17 by September. He accidentally sold a 3K paid in full and ended up at 21.2 thousand uh, in September. But he officially launched our stuff in October. In October, Shichinat, he finished at 59.7K cash collected. Cash collected, 59.7K. 21.2, which was actually 17.2, all the way to 15. 59.7. So 40 grand up. He did it in a month. Is that typical of everybody? No. The guy picked up the sales like a machine, right? Mm-hmm. But people do 10K in new business. And these are only nine-week programs, by the way. You can do it 12 if you'd rather do 12 or eight. 
right? It doesn't have to be nine. Right. But um, the bottom line is, is, is it pretty darn typical for people to do an extra 10K in new business in their very first month? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 20, 30, that happens quite often too. Even if you suck at it, you're only doing five grand in new business. That's better than some people's best months in new business. Um, but yeah, it, it can change very, very quickly. So then is there a lead strategy on top of this to kind of fill the top of the funnel to get enough of those conversations to be able to, you know, move people into these programs? Good question. So the cool thing is, is like we, when we started this, we changed nothing in our ads or website or landing pages or you name it. All we did was change the sales process. Okay. We changed when the lead came in, how we interacted with them according to the systems that, that we devised and created. How we interacted with them, how we did that consult changes, right? And then we inserted our new offers. So we didn't change anything on the website, communication, nothing. And we completely started selling these things. So you don't have to. That being said, yeah, organic and paid. God, this could be another hour-long conversation. <laughs> um, paid is a beast. Okay, there's certain things that you want. To, there, it's the nurture is really where it's all at. It's it's a beast. Um, there's certain things to to make it happen, and we don't do the free stuff, right? We definitely don't do the free six week challenge. Like mm-hmm. that is the bane of my existence. I've never even tried it. Okay, but I'm morally and ethically opposed to it. <laughs> I just, I don't, and that's just me. Hey, if you, if you don't feel that way, good for you. I don't like bait and switch stuff. It just doesn't sit well with me. I'm sure people can sell it in their own way and they feel okay with it. And that's fine. But for me personally, I've never tried it. Never will try it. Okay. Um, but you don't have to give free, 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 free to get a low cost per lead. Um, the lower cost per lead, the colder the person. So you're going to have to get really good in that process. Um, right. But you, can, you don't need to lead with free to get a low cost per lead. You just don't. So there are paid ad strategies. Again, that's, that's a whole other beast. Another thing, though, is the organic strategy. The organic strategy actually works. When you learn how to get inside somebody's head and what they're feeling day to day as they try the frustration that they have when they're trying to solve this problem of, of weight loss. And it's not just weight loss. That's the external. It's the internal. How it makes them feel. Right. And you talk about why you have created this program. You talk about the importance of mentorship, all these different things, but you're going to get into the pain and you're going to help them realize like how they're going to feel if they can solve this pain. This thing that they've tried to solve 13 times over the past nine years. What if, what if you could just do that once and for all? You didn't have to do that crash diet again. Right. And you, you start learning how to talk about these things and put out the right content in the three types of posts that you need to make. So that people are attracted to you. You're not sending, you know, you're not spamming people on DM and stuff. But when you learn the right organic acquisition strategy, that can get you two to five extra people a month. Now, those two to five people, okay, they're not $150, $180 a month group memberships either. They are going to be so warm because you're putting out exactly the type of person who's going to be qualified for a transformation program. So you do that the right way and you can bring in an extra five to 10 grand a month just from an organic strategy posting three times a week. So, and that's one thing because everybody that we work with is at a, at a different stage. Some of them have, they usually, you know, they get in 10 to 20 leads a month. Some are like 20 to 40. Some are like zero to six. So we have the great thing about our organic strategy. It's free. It's free. You just need to know what to do to make it effective, which is the hard part. But here you go. You take this, you go, you can generate a lot of money. Shannon Logan generates nine, 10 grand a month, like clockwork, from just a few posts. Go check her thing out. Like, go to go check her profile out. It's awesome. You'll see exactly what we have her do. And she does it really well. Um, because I don't want people necessarily starting ads. It depends. I don't want them necessarily starting ads. A lot of you, there are so many people who need more that you're working with right now who need more than workouts and who are ready to take it to the next level. So the first thing we have you do is handpick those, those several people that you know really need something like this. And then we teach you how to open up that conversation. We teach you how to, how to see if they're interested. 
right? How to have a real genuine conversation and offer them a case study rate. You're going to get your first five to 10. You have tens of thousands of dollars just sitting in your gym right now for people who need this, absolutely need this. And so that's usually where we have people start right away. That, the organic stuff, and then we'll look if we need to do extra paid stuff. When you say case study rate, it's basically like a kind of a beta round or like a, a discounted yeah. round to be able to get a testimonial case study at the end of it. Yeah, it's, well, it's great money too, but it's, it's, um, you're exactly right. So cases, get your first ones over with because you, the only way this sells, you need to have conviction in it, right? Right. And one of the best ways to get conviction in it is for you to take people through and see the power of a, f- of a fulfillment program like this too. Mm-hmm. So we teach you really how to take somebody who's ready to do this, who already knows, likes, and trusts you. And instead of this program being $2,000, right? It's like, man, this, I really want to, I know you need this absolutely and you're ready for it. But moreover, I really want to work with you. You're exactly who I had in mind when I learned how to put this program together and do it. So I absolutely want you to go through it. And because of that, the program is $2,000, but I'm going to offer it to you for our case study rate at $1,000 or $1,250 or $1,500, whatever it is, right? Right. The catch though, the catch is that you have to be willing to share your story. Would you be willing to do that? Yes. Let's go. So you can bring in a lot of extra money, get an amazing testimonial, amazing review, amazing experience, and get acquainted with the fulfillment of it too. Hey, just a quick reminder to everybody, if you are ready to start making an extra $10,000 more this month, every month, by making more money with less clients with transformational programs and create a consistent flow of high quality leads, you can learn more about what it's like to work with me and my team at PT Legends and how ridiculously affordable it is at coachscottcarpenter.com. It is such a no-brainer that it more than pays for itself when we teach you how to enroll two just two case study clients. Really, that's it. So go to coachscottcarpenter.com and learn more about it. That's awesome. I think you said it best and like it's, it's selling in almost like mentorship, right? It's not it's yes. not this or that. It's it's mentorship, which really the term really like leads to this kind of like, I'm going to hold your hand through this entire process. We're going to do whatever we need to do to help you be successful to reach this result that you know, that you want to achieve. And so I think I saw recently, do you guys have kind of a mid tier one now as well? Absolutely. Did it kind of evolve into that where it was like, there's too big of a gap and we need something in between or how Mm -hmm. did that come about? Absolutely. That's, that didn't even make it into the book because it's kind of a new development. Um, And it came because Facebook leads can be really cold sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. It came because Sometimes people aren't that confident with sales and are really just starting out. And it came because it is a massive no-brainer. Because if you've got this, they want this program. Mm-hmm. And, if, and sometimes you'll have a true affordability issue, right? And instead of just getting them in, well, let's just forget all that. We'll forget about you becoming your best self and let's just get you getting workouts, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't flow as smooth. So really, like, think of... of your, your top tier transformational program. Think of that like your mentorship, right? It's going to be the workouts and nutrition accountability, but it's a mentorship. It's you taking by the hand and, and teaching them how to believe themselves and become the best selves, right? And then, but there could be a, a sheer affordability issue. They could be, they just, there's not enough no like and trust. They just met you, right? Mm-hmm. It could be whatever that reason. And if you can't tackle that, well, generally an objection is usually just a veiled price objection. And so when you kind of run into that, like, you know, do you see the value in this program? Oh, yeah. Is this something that you want to do? Yeah. But man, it's just, it's a, it's a lot of money. So mm-hmm. is it more of an affordability issue? Yeah. Well, what if we had a program that can get you, that's 80 to 90% of what this is, leaving no stone unturned for you to get from A to B. So we're going to tackle your workouts three times a week. We're going to do your nutrition. We're going to give you accountability and check in with you weekly on this one. The only difference is we don't have the mentorship calls. But we're leaving going to be 90% of this, leaving no stone unturned to get you to where you need to be. Would you be interested in that program? Yeah. And that program is only, boom, $599, $699, $799, depending on what it is. If it's in group, that's a good rate. If it's like a semi or a, a different one, it could be $1299, $1499. So Do it's going to be less, way less than half the cost. So at the end of the day, 
if you can't get them on the, 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 the highest ticket program that you have, that mid-ticket, we call it a Tom Brady offer. It's the easiest thing to sell because you're price anchoring up there. Right. Even if you suck at selling your high ticket, you can crush it with a good Tom Brady offer. <laughs> oh, shit. How did you come up with the with the term Tom Brady offer? What's the We're idiots, man. Dave and I we're idiots. We're like we're like we're just children. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I just we just did a Facebook yes or a, a post yesterday on social media about um you know, Facebook dick punches gym, gym owners, you know, yet again, you know. And it's it's literally an image with somebody punches somebody in the dick with Zuckerberg's face over it. So, <laughs> we're just idiots. And the reason is cuz Tom Brady actually started his career as a backup quarterback. Right. So this, basically what you're kind of doing for nutrition right now or whatever that is, that's like your, that's your backup. But again, don't sell us that. So that right. plan can, it can literally win you a Super Bowl. Let's say you suck at selling this high ticket stuff. That Tom Brady plan can win you a Super Bowl alone. That's how Taylor Hutchinson, like he sold his first 12, he went 12 for 12 with the Tom Brady's before he started selling high ticket annihilating it to the point where he's, he put it to $7.99 for group. Oh, and get this. We cut down the, the, the duration to six weeks. Right. So sometimes it matches up with people's existing. Lot, so many people have six-week things, right? It matches up, but also because you're reducing the duration, it makes that price look so much lower. So usually cool. if it's group, it's $5.99 to $7.99. If it's like a semi or overlapping, you could do that right. at at $8.99, $12.99. I think he raises the $14.99 because he had no, in semi-private is what he has. He had no objections on it, ever. Was he, was he still anchoring with the, with the, because I mean, that's a yep. huge, that's a huge key in it, that's right? That's like, how it sets up so much. Right. The offer becomes that much better because you're anchoring it against this much, much more expensive thing. Exactly. That's the magic of it. And a lot of times we have people have an executive offer, an executive transformation offer, which usually depends on how it's built, but usually you can drop ship food. And by the way, you can make a ton of extra money if you have a wholesale account. A couple clicks, you just drop it to their door. It's super easy. But that, you're looking at these one or two transformation programs, executive and then your main one. And yeah, just by comparison, that price anchor, it looks like the biggest steal on the planet. So... When we started introducing this Tom Brady offer, people sell their group only or PC only very little now. Very little now. And that, I mean, when I say, what if you, you doubled your revenue without doubling, with the exact same number of clients you have? Would that get you almost everything you need in life? And be like, yes, this is the easiest way to do it. You have high ticket, you have your mid ticket, Tom Brady. You have your, your backup, you know, which is just a commodity thing, whatever your, mm -hmm. you know, your workouts. And you can just crush it. So what's next for PT Legends? Is it just continuing to refine this process and keep finding ways to, to squeeze more out of it and make it better? Well, that's a very good question. And this, because I've struggled, obviously we talked about it. I have struggled so much as a gym owner to the point where I regretted my decision to do it many, many, many times over. And I'm like, I should have never left Lifetime. I should have never left the corporate world. You know, so many mm -hmm. times. And I've screwed up so many times. I've had so many setbacks, but I've gotten through it. And it took me like eight years before I was decent at it. You know, it, it just, it's a long learning curve. But when we started accidentally working with people and changing their lives in such a short period of time, that became the most rewarding thing I've ever done in my life. Ever done. I get more excited. Like when Lauren Dervoy got her first high ticket, I got so much more excited than when, when we sell it in our gyms. Like I, it is unreal. And so we've been doing this and the stories of, of our legends that work with us, they're just so inspiring. And so I flew in Will. Will was a former um, coach. That's who we learned a lot of the organic acquisition system from. And we hired him last year for a good chunk of money. And now he's on board in PT Legends, which is amazing. So Dave, who's my partner in this, because this wouldn't exist without him, and Will, we, we, we worked together for like four days straight. We locked ourselves in my office here. Um, and everybody just left yesterday. But like, we have a huge obligation to grow this. And our goal is not X amount of gyms or this amount of revenue. 
really as we sat in this and figured out who are we and what do we stand for and all this is we want to be the number one most trusted authority in the fitness business space for gym owners. We're going to be the number one most trusted authority because I'm not a trusting person. I see the tactics that others use. And at the end of the day, like we guarantee our results because I know what that fear is. I know what that fear is like, what if this doesn't work? And what if they're just hacks? And all this stuff, I've been through it. I've lived it. Together, the three of us have spent probably close. We just joined another mastermind. So probably close to $250,000 over the past three and a half years. It's a lot. Not all of it well spent, that's for sure. But at the end of the day, it took me six years before I worked with my first one because I'm not a trusting guy. And we want to be the most trusted authority because I can promise you the easiest way to achieving freedom as a gym owner so you don't feel shackled by your business and just working endless hours and no way out and getting burnt out, that is the biggest killer is burnout. The fastest way to get freedom with your time, with your money, and with having an impact on the world is by working with fewer clients for more money. I know that. I've seen it. I've seen it dozens of times with the people that we worked with. So that is our, that is our vision. Absolutely. We want to be the most, number one most trusted authority. That is why we're, we offer a guarantee. That is why we're going to be the most genuine guys you ever get on a Zoom call with. No doubt about it. So that's... Did that answer the question? I love it, man. I love it. I love it. It's, it's a big mission. Like we, We're going big now. It's, right. Holy cow. It's, it's too important not to. And I am, I'm working so much more than I have in years. I've been functionally retired from my gyms for such a long time and kind of not that in, inspired, right? I've made investments with the cash flow for my businesses. I'm good to go. And I didn't really have that kind of thing, but man, this is awesome. Like it's, it's the most fun, rewarding thing ever in my life. So for the first time ever, and I'm 40, I have 100% purpose. Like in, in terms of what I'm here to do and what I need to do. So that's what we, it's just been cool. So it, I, I'm so thankful and I've gotten so lucky to have stumbled upon this and this and this, which became, and I'm so fortunate to have had Dave and Ron and all these others. I feel like I'm the luckiest guy in the world. It's awesome, man. Well, I'm excited to see what the next year is going to bring. Um, yeah. So we'll be definitely following the journey. Now, to finish this up, I got just kind of a couple quick, kind of fun, um, rapid fire stuff. We'll just fire a couple of them out just to just to see what what you're all about. So the first one you is taco burrito or quesadilla. Taco, taco, taco. man, because you're not committed to the full thing. You, you can get a few <laughs> different kinds. You know what I mean? That is that's actually probably one of the best explanations I've had for a taco so far because it's true. You can get you know. You can get the brisket on one if you want to. You can get the pulled pork on another one. You can get the fish. Yeah, I like it. If, if, yeah, if it doesn't work, like you're stuck with that whole burrito. You're eating that whole burrito, man. It's true. And you're not going to let the burrito go to waste. So even if it's not any no. good, you're still probably going to crush it. Got to pivot. All right. Uh, anything you've purchased for $100 or less that has had a profound impact or has pro- provided profound value? Hmm. Books included or excluded on this one? No, we usually let people choose books if they want to because they can't come up with anything else. We'll do this. Okay. So how many times have you left your wallet? You grab your keys, you leave your wallet. Right. Right. And uh, so we'll go not book then. This. This is, a, this is a wallet, iPhone wallet case, like a little one, not like a chick one where it's like massive. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, I see you looking at that. You're like, you want that's this That's interesting. Now. Yeah, well, I know. I've, I, well, I've got one that's a magnet that's like, it's a mag back. So it's like a magnet to the back of my... I don't know if I, oh, I oh yeah. Here. So like yeah. this one where it like attaches on. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Um, yeah, very similar. So you can keep your license. You can keep like four right. credit cards or so. I only... I never leave a wallet. I mean, this is it. Like, I, I just go with this. Well, you never leave your cell phone. Because you're always kind of like you're checking it or you're seeing things. And so it's very rare that someone will ever leave their cell phone somewhere. Exactly. But your wallet, you only remember it when you need it. And it's when you're standing at the cash register and you're hitting every pocket and you're like, oh, shoot, left it somewhere. Yep. Um, yep. That's a good one. Give me, the book. Hack ever. Give me the book one too, because books are, people love book recommendations. Man, that's, that's a hard one to, um, to, to narrow to or a one. couple or a couple. But, but I'd say, you guys know my story. You guys know the absolute hell I've been through. 
And I get, I left out parts. I forgot. Oh yeah. And he stole $24,000. Oh yeah. And the client he left and work working with, you know, ended up, you know, uh, trying to threaten me too. I've been through a lot. Okay. Right. The thing that saved me the most was a, the random podcast where somebody successful shares their story of when they were eating it and going through the lowest points that helped to, to know mm-hmm. that I wasn't alone. And then number two, uh, Book recommendation, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Yep. Okay. The obstacle, and this is what I was talking about. The obstacle is the, the thing that is standing in the way of you getting to where you need to be is the thing that gets you to where you need to be. All those difficulties I went through, they have made me what I am and, and they were the path to me getting there. Right. So the obstacle is the way I read that book and listened to it on Audible probably like eight times. And that got me through the worst periods of my life. So I really, really, really highly recommend that to everybody. Yeah, that's a, that's a great one. Really, all of Ryan's books are, yeah. are solid. Um, all right, two more. What cartoon world would you live in if you had the chance for a week? Cartoon world. Yeah. Most people got to think back to their childhood a little bit. And... Let's go Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball. That is a new yes. one. I haven't, I haven't heard that one. Dragon Ball Z, man. I want to get all jacked up and powered up. That'd be great. I love it. I love it. My kid is really into uh, Pokemon right now. Pokemon cards. I guess they're coming back. Guess nice. Nice. Uh, last one. If you could have dinner with anyone on the planet, who would you have dinner with, past or present? Doesn't need to be alive. Who would you want to have a conversation with? Mm. If it's alive, I would have to go. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm, that's a good one. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's incredibly inspiring. And if anybody that doesn't know a whole lot about him, I think he's just like, you know, action star that seems kind of dense with an amazingly thick accent after being in America this long. <laughs> um, his, what he's done and accomplished and yeah. his internal drive and how much of a philanthropist, philanthropist he's been and still is, it's incredibly inspiring. Incredibly inspiring. Um, I've read his autobiography. I've always liked him. That's what got me into fitness. Like back in the day right. when I hated my job, I was just reading on tnation.com and bodybuilding.com and, and reading Arnold's books. That's all he was doing and working out. And, uh, but, but man, he's accomplished so much. It's incredible. Well, he's, he's really reached the pinnacle in kind of three separate domains, yeah. right? bodybuilding and then movies being a movie star, Hollywood, and then also in politics. Um, mm-hmm. Completely separate domains, but you know, because of who he is, is why he was able to to do that. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I really like that one. Cool, man. And if if you look, I mean, I don't know how you rank it for philanthropy. I bet he's up there too. I okay. mean, just crushing like four, like world's best. It's nuts. You're right. Cool, man. Well, if people want to learn a little bit more about what you're doing, learn more about PT Legends, where in the world should they go? God, that's a good question. Um, so, uh, I've got a podcast and, uh, if, if you want, I can also put this one on. I'd love to share the episode on, on it. The, uh, it's going to be changing. So it's, everything's like PT legends right now, but we PT legends podcast, and you can go to ptlegends.com. Um, really what we've really dialed in is we're going to be all about gym owner freedom. So the cool thing is that podcast will be changing maybe by the time that, uh, this, this airs, um, but it's going to be the gym owner freedom podcast. Um, there's a good one. I do have a book out, an early version, high ticket for affiliate gyms. But my next one is going to be, that's already dated at this point. It's going to get you way started. Um, but yeah, and same thing with the, the the Facebook group. The Facebook group will be changing. So if you have any questions or you want the updated stuff, because we're kind of really changing our mission and, and what we do, um, just email me at coachscottcarpenter at gmail.com or Instagram. You can follow me on Coach Scott Carpenter. I'm easy to find on Facebook too. Cool. Nice. Um, and I do have a few copies laying around of the uh, High Ticket for Affiliate Gym. So if anyone's listening to this and you want a copy, just shoot a message to support at Coach Catalyst and I'll uh, drop them in the mail. We've got a couple left. So awesome, man. This has been fun. Appreciate that, Trevor. Yeah. Well, that's about all she wrote, man. I think I think we're getting close to breaking a record. So I think it's time to nice. wrap it up. I appreciate you taking the time. And uh, I always look forward to our conversations, man. Thank you, Trevor. Really appreciate you having me on the show.
Thanks for listening, everyone. If you are ready to start making an extra $10,000 a month or more this month by making more money with less clients and create a consistent flow of high-quality leads, you can learn about what it's like to work with me and how ridiculously affordable it is at CoachScottCarpenter.com. And if you got any value out of this episode, please pay it forward and leave a review for this show. It helps other gym owners find the answers to the huge problems that we all share. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.